You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. Hey, you know we watched um, watched some Halloween movies over the weekend. Yeah, watched uh, like the Michael Myers Halloween movies. <laughs> we or? did watch that, but that was last weekend. But we watched um, the Nightmare on Elm Street, the, the original one, the first yeah, one. Yeah, because Jenna had never seen that. She wanted to see oh, what wow. the whole Freddy Krueger buzz was all about. That first one's really good, man. It is uh, very. It's like ninety six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, I don't know that. Uh, I guess maybe because of the innovation at the time. A bit of Wes Craven. Yeah, dude, that guy was everywhere. Yeah, he was. I didn't realize it. Mm-hmm. Um. But uh, not, now he's not. I don't know that I would give it ninety six percent. Oh yes, rest in peace. <laughs> Except on Halloween. I don't know, dude. The movie's back. still. Oh, were you watching Chasing Amy? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Get the fuck out. At one point, I, months, and Valerian months ago. Those are two movies that I would always back to back binge. It's a good double feature, Chasing right? Chasing Amy and Valerian. Hey, they're both about uh, a couple trying to the, the discover city their of own a million planets. Sexual. It's a thousand planets. But that's okay. <laughs> Please don't say that in a mocking tone, Joe. Have you seen that film? I haven't. Uh, I I have yet to finish it because I had to stop. Yeah, but it is definitely like the spiritual successor to the Fifth Element. Oh, so if you like well, Fifth wonderful. Element, which I don't, you'll oh, man. That's right. Listen to our Fifth Element episode that I loved and you did not. Yeah, unfortunately. Did you see the new trailer for Glass? Yeah, you know me. Come on. Yes, I did. Making <laughs> me even more excited. About I, it. I didn't watch it. I saw that it's out there, and I was like, mm. okay. <laughs> no, well, now you're just doing it out of spite. I am. Yeah. yeah, I totally am. I understand. That's fine. Uh, yeah. Whatever makes you feel good, Joe. If you want to deprive yourself of uh, smart comic book yeah. sto- stories, then, uh, you know, hey, that's that's on you. You're only cheating yourself. I what, like The Losers. What about The... Oh, The Losers is it's great. It's a good comic book movie. It's so sad that they're never going to make a sequel to that. Yeah, dude. I know, as someone who's read all the books, yeah. it's very sad to me because there's some good it up, fucking too. stories in there. Yeah. Yeah. Those characters are so everybody, and Aisha never gets her fucking like actual closure. Like I in the know, books, right. Aisha gets her fucking closure on all that shit that's going on because you find out. Spoiler alert, guys! That like Clay kills her family, kills her father, and she's uh, like, "You killed him. That's my father." And like leads to a fight between them in the middle of the movie. That's right. But then she comes back as the hero, mm-hmm. saves the like, day with the no, rocket. There should launcher. be some more fucking shit that goes on. Oh well, you know, it could be one of those things where look what they're doing now, where we're getting sequels. No longer is it that oh, if we don't have a sequel to a movie within a five year window, it's just not going to happen, dude. Now we're getting sequels 15, 20 years later. Blade Runner, exactly. <laughs> Blade Runner exactly. gets a sequel like yeah. forty years after the original. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So there's still a hope maybe for a losers too. It would have to be set twenty years after the original. A fool's hope. <laughs> it kind of is. I know. <laughs> Hey, a man can dream. What about that Aladdin teaser? The Riders of Rohan. I really think they should have saved that Aladdin teaser for after the fucking Lion King comes out. There's too many. Yeah, there's... Sarah and I were talking about this last night. We haven't even seen Dumbo yet. Oh, I totally forgot about Dumbo. Yeah, Mm -hmm. there's the Tim Burton Dumbo movie that's coming out. Which actually looks interesting. It looks good. It looks like the whole circus part from Big Fish, and they just put a big fucking elephant in the middle of it. So it looks like a Tim Burton movie. (laughs) So it looks like... But, uh, But no, like... I like. I know you didn't like Beauty and the Beast. No, I really no. enjoyed it. I never saw the Cinderella live action movie. Uh, Not for us. I just it seems. Sarah and I were talking about this, and even though I like the Beauty and the Beast movie, I felt like if they're going to rehash these properties, maybe do it like Frozen style or Moana style, like that 3D animation, and mm. make it fit 
like the mold of what their animation is. Now. I would probably prefer that. Uh-huh. I like that. But then they're just doing a flat out remake, another animated version of the same. I mean, at least they I mean, can they say, did hey, that this already is live with the live action, action ones. Yeah, but it, but live you action can still is add different. the numbers to it. I was the one who had it all. I would prefer that, but I, I really didn't need. I was the master of my fate. A Beauty and the Beast uh, reboot. I never needed a Beauty and the Beast reboot. And I'm kind of feeling that same way about the Lion King, although John Favreau's involved and he can do no wrong. He already did the Jungle Book. Can he do no wrong? Yes. I mean, no, wait. <laughs> That's a trick question. It's tricky. Yes, he cannot not do wrong. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah. What, what's his What's his worst film? He's Zathura. Did you see it though? Yeah, it's Jumanji. It's, it's not good. Oh, I know it's, it's Jumanji. It's but Jumanji. It's got. Uh, um, oh, Dak Shepard. You're right. Hitch, uh, hitchhikers. No, Sam Rockwell, isn't it? Sa- no, Dak Shepard. Is that it. Dak Shepard in it? Yes. No, okay. It's got Dak Shepard in it. <laughs> yeah, it's Jumanji in space. I mean, did you see Chef? Listen, even, yeah, yeah, Chef it, is it fantastic. Really Come good. on. Chef was we really both good. Chef. Did we do an episode of that? I think we did. Yeah, listen to our Chef episode. If you can find it. Yeah. I may have to repost <laughs> that one too. There you go. Coming soon to it. I mean, coming well, back from it. Check yeah. out the old... Back check to the it. future. Ugh. Hey, there's another movie where the third sequel diminished the previous two. Yeah. Back to the future, right? I don't know. It, it you said you only you, saw that film once. It depends on who you talk to. Like, I'm with you on that, mm-hmm. but I know plenty of people that would argue that, like, the third one makes it still makes it a complete story. Uh, yeah, but unnecessary. Like, it if is they could, totally could have wrapped up the end of Back to the Future yeah. at the end of Part Two. Sure. It basically was. Yeah, and it was like, oh wait, he just got transported to eighteen eighty five. Godfather Three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. That's a that's a rough one too. So maybe we should it's stop it. Return of the Jedi. Whoa! Ah, just kidding. Whoa! Just kidding. Whoa! All those people, I think, and you would say that too, right? That it's it's the least of the the original of the OT, the man, original that's, trilogy. That's hard, man, because I do think that. I still think Return of the Jedi, Ewoks notwithstanding, um, I feel like that Return of the Jedi still strikes an emotional chord that the original Star Wars doesn't. The original Star Wars is fantastic. It's a cool fairy tale, and it's a great remake of Seven Samurai uh, (laughs) and Hidden Fortress. But like Return of the Jedi looks smoother. It looks sharper. Uh, It's got a, a lot more going on. Under the surface, I don't know, man. I think I kind of, by a hair, would put Jedi over the original Star Wars. Just from, I agree. from a film and story standpoint. As far as like just that nostalgia factor, I think that's always going to kind of keep Star Wars, the original Star Wars, on top. And I know what I'm saying might be, you know, scandalous to some people. Yeah. Uh, I love me some Star Wars. And all three of those, the, those three original movies... They're all just kind of, I lump them all together as one. Kind of like the Lord of the Rings trilogy winning the Oscar finally after Return of the King came out. Mm -hmm. It was awarded as one full piece of work, one body of work. Uh, Where the third one was the weakest of the three, don't you think? No. Well, I think you and I both... I love the first one. You like it better than Two Towers. The the first one, I like it a little bit more than the Two Towers. Hmm. Um, I'm flip-flopped on that. I don't know. I I don't think that Return of the King is a bad film, though. No, it's not. Uh, I think that yeah. it would have probably done well with a little bit more editing. Like, maybe we don't need <laughs> all of this stuff. But the thing is, we've spent so much time. The problem is, I know. we spent at least... I mean, the the regular cuts of the movie are two and a half hours long. The extended ones are like four. Oh, yeah. You cannot spend that much time with these characters and not give the audience a proper wrap-up of your main characters. You needed that point on... Uh, what are they? On Minas Tirith? 
when mm-hmm. when the king they finally crown Aragorn the king. Right. Of course. You need that. You need that moment. You need that moment where he tells Frodo and the other hobbits, "You bow to no one." That's right. That's, uh, I mean, it gives me I chills, chills right now. Mm-hmm. And then when you think, "Okay, they could have just ended the movie there." Well, no, they couldn't have because then you needed to see you know, Frodo saying goodbye to his friends eh, and getting on the ships and heading to the part west. I could have done without. That 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 was fine what for the books. We didn't need you to see <laughs> on the horizon. Wow. Why do the white goals call? It's like Annie Lennox is in the room. It's so that song is so good. It's yeah, so powerful. It's chilling. It's it makes way to me end cry. That. Makes me think of my mother. It makes me fucking cry so much. Mm-hmm. Um I just, I can't think of a moment that you can take out of. Maybe when Sam finally goes back to the Shire and he walks into his house with his wife and he yep. goes, well, I'm back. Yeah. We didn't need that. We could have ended it Should with have ended Frodo. Should have ended it with Frodo the and, yeah. the, and the ship literally sailing off into the sunset. Like, what's more? With the song piping in. Mm-hmm. After ding, 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 ding. <laughs> as the ship is going into mm-hmm. the west. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll do an edit of it. I'll put it up on... Uh... On YouTube or something. There you go. You know what I came across? I came across uh, that fan edit that somebody did of the... Of Freddie Mercury the, and, uh, and <laughs> yes! Kanye. Yeah, go to our Facebook page if you listen to last week's episode. <laughs> Crazy-ass uh, fucking Kanye. We all know his phone pass- uh, password now. Have you seen that? Oh, and I heard about when it, he was I, I try to like not... I don't even want to pretend that he exists. He's, like, so he's such a nothing to me. He really is a nothing yeah. burger. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that fucking video. I was so happy when you posted that. Just to see, like, the edited reaction of Freddie Mercury to, like... Laughing. <laughs> and it wasn't... The way you described it, you were like, Kanye West, like, couldn't hit that high note. He didn't even, didn't even try, try <laughs> is the funny part. He knew in advance there's no way. And he did that bullshit move that artists do uh, when they're live, where it's like, you sing it you now. You sing it. He holds the microphone out to the... No. I didn't pay $50 to... To sing your song. To sing it for my... I can do that in the shower. And I will. Can you? Mm-hmm. Mm, we can do it. Show time. you later, Joe. Holy shit. Hey. Uh, so what else What else have you guys been up to? What, oh, I just spent the last 15 minutes telling me what I've been You know what you haven't done? Uh-oh. You haven't come to see the Night of the Living Walking Dead. Land of the Lost. At the Pocket Sandwich Theater. We're, but hopefully this weekend. Playing until November 10th. See, the, uh, I really got to see it before Halloween because... It's uh, like, you ever try to watch a Christmas movie on December 26th? Yeah, it's you called know? Die Hard. <laughs> I'll watch it all the time. No, I mean a real Christmas movie. Whoa! Whoa! Hey, listen, I think Bruce Willis is on my side now. No, you okay. know what? Fuck Bruce Willis. Strength in numbers. Because Bruce Willis also enjoys working with M. Night Shyamalan on those shitty movies. Yeah, um, yeah. He's got a, a great one coming out. So, yeah, he's, him saying, he's, he's just a fucking three actor. For three. Say your fucking lines, okay, Bruce? Just say your fucking... In fact, the real Bruce Willis died like 20 years ago. <laughs> All right? He died a long time ago. That's not where I was expecting this, this to go. This guy who's posing as Bruce Willis now, getting on stage, talking about how it isn't a Christmas movie. You know what? Like, go back to singing, Bruce. How'd your singing <laughs> career go? Yeah. Where's your saxophone? <laughs> Come on, Bruno. <laughs> Fuck you. Come on. Bruce. <laughs> Come on, Bruce. Ted. <laughs> um, but you could still uh, still come on. I, I can and we will. Okay. It just has to be before Halloween because uh, no, I can't watch anything Halloween-y after on November 1st. All right, man. I, I'll, it's just I'll a rule. It doesn't that. feel like Halloween anymore. If I, if I ever hear of you going to see like a scary movie of some sort. <laughs> I'll be outed. When it, I'll tell you. I'll be like, bitch, <laughs> yeah, I thought you were going to see anything Halloween-y. <laughs> I'll be wearing a, a, a mustache. Like a sun, Why'd you pronounce it like that? Aviator, because it's more fun. Mustache, more fun. Yeah. So, that's... what about you? Anything more? How's the show going? The show's going well. No, yeah? you haven't broken any limbs or bruised uh, any I've, knees. I bruised my my elbow a little bit mm. uh, because there is a point in the show where I do a little bit of a 
little bit of stunt acting. Some parkour. Where I do, uh, I do like a, I do a look. Um, because you're not parkour. A, a kind of a barrel roll, a barrel roll. Uh, <laughs> do a barrel roll. roll. I do, yeah. <laughs> but I do like a little, this weird like barrel roll somersault where I roll wow. and then land on a foot and then just immediately kip off of that foot and leap back the other way in That's, the air. You know, I, I was mentioned, meant to mention earlier, you look like you've lost some white man. No, I haven't. Put off few Thank pounds. you, though. You're, uh, you're full of shit. I'm, I, 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 it's all, the mustache. Listen, I see. It's, it's you, I shave the you mustache. Mean, you mean the mustache? From the foreigner. It's, uh, you mean the foreigner? Are you looking at your like fake watch just now? No, I have, an itch, <laughs> I have an itch on my okay. wrist. Because your <laughs> itch, your itch you totally is on my, <laughs> my wrist. wrist. Because you totally did a an Orrin Hatch <laughs> taking off his fake, his non-existent glasses. <laughs> you looked at your wrist as if oh, it's half past a freckle. <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was an itchy wrist. Okay. Thanks for calling that out, though. It's really cool that like we could Cut do that these things that, that are that are visual, uh, and we don't have to talk about it. Theater of the mind. That's right. Joe. Theater of the mind means you're making it up. It's, well, no, it means uh, theater I'm, of the mind. Means I'm painting a picture up. with my words mm. for the audience. Is it though? The audience is Are the you? canvas. More like spackling. <laughs> I'm gonna be. I'm gonna, I'm gonna paint my canvas. <laughs> uh, that reminds me of this movie that we watched. Yes, it uh, is. All right, so this is the editing bay on the Next Wave Radio Network. My name's Joe. Mine's Joel. This is where we come to talk about movies. Sometimes they're good movies. Sometimes bad movies. No matter what the case. Every week we will watch a movie and then come back here and talk about it with each other uh, and figure out what it did right, what it did wrong, dissect it, see if we could take it apart and then put it back together. Maybe. A little bit better than it was in the first place. Mm. Um, and uh, we invite you to take part in the discussion on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash editing bay, or in the search bar, put in editing bay and uh, find that image of the woman with the bleeding eyes. Click on that, and that's how you can join the discussion. Uh, so we, <laughs> oui, are, oui. we are marching unrelentingly towards Halloween. Mm-hmm. Joel mentioned it, just in case you forgot, that's coming up. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and we've been watching... Scary movies. Uh, and this week was my pick. Uh, it's a film that I watched quite a bit when I was young. Uh, we, I discovered it on on like USA Up All Night once. And yes. Just, it, it, it cracked me the fuck You have up. to say it right, though. You have to say USA it like Rhonda. All Night. There you go. Uh, and then eventually I found it on VHS where I got to watch the unedited version, which doesn't really entail much. Uh, but yeah, a uh, little movie called Student Bodies from 1981. <laughs> Which, when you mentioned this last week, uh, A, I thought you were joking. Uh-huh. Uh, I thought this was another non-existent movie. Yeah. Like uh, like oh, the perfect weapon? Hard boy. Yeah, there you go. That, that doesn't <laughs> exist. It's not a thing. Um, I got the power! And then when I saw that it did exist, I thought, oh, okay, there's another schlocky like 80s horror movie right in the time when, when people were just like pumping these out. Which it was. So, yes, yes, but... I didn't realize what it was, and it wasn't until I, I, I today when I started watching and I put it on, and immediately realized, oh, this is a fucking parody comedy. Yes, this, this is, is like a, the airplane this is, of scary movies. Yeah, yes, yeah, or it's scary movie yeah. of uh, of nineteen eighty one to scream. Yeah, yeah, uh, and. Man, is it funny? <laughs> yeah, you enjoy it. I really enjoyed it. It also helps that it's uh, less than ninety minutes. It's super short, uh, but apparently has a big cult fall. I guess they released a, a Blu-ray a couple of years back. Yeah, which um, I missed that. It was oh, I still have the VHS. Have you, did you watch this on VHS? No, uh, okay. I found it streaming online. Ah, uh, but I have the VHS of it still. <laughs> and uh, no, this this film was this was like if I wanted to watch a horror movie before my parents were really comfortable with me watching real slasher yeah. movies. Like this is what my dad rented. for It's us. a perfect trainer film yeah. for uh, for horror movies. Yeah, and it's fucking hilarious. It is like, pretty it, funny. We, the, I mean, within the first ten minutes of the movie, you're getting barraged with just an 
unending deluge of gags yes. that are coming at you. And references to other movies of the time. It, it really lampoons uh, Halloween uh-huh. and, uh, and Night- Carrie, Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th, the opening title cards, <laughs> yes. which it shows three times. You open up on, on an exterior of a house, and it's and it's taking off of uh, the opening of the original Halloween. Well, before that, mm-hmm. you have that opening text that talks about just last year oh, alone, right. <laughs> 26 horror movies were, yeah. were, uh, were released. Uh, None I, of them lost money. And, yeah. <laughs> and, and so we are pushing one out, uh, hoping that it does the same kind of success. or something. It was along those lines. Yeah. And then it cuts. You're right. It cuts out, and then it opens up on the exterior of your house. Halloween. Mm-hmm. Fade, to, fade black. to black. Fade open back up. up. Same shot. Friday the Friday 13th. 13th. Fade, fade to black. black. Fade open up. back up. Jamie Lee Curtis's <laughs> birthday. <laughs> Which I did a little bit of research and found out that Jamie Lee Curtis's birthday was November 22nd. Oh. So there's no way it could have been Halloween on Friday the 13th. But who knows that. Nor did this movie take place on November 22nd because when we show when we're in school mm-hmm. that uh Mr. Horsehead, uh the yes. teacher, Horsehead teacher, Horse, uh is Horsehead yelling begins. at the the African exchange student because he just finally showed up in June. But oh, it's June, that's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. It's good end of the year. That's funny. But, but wait, they go to like a Halloween dance at the end. So they're all dressed. <laughs> it's their, I think that's their... Listen, this, this is, didn't need to make sense. If you like Naked Gun, if you like Airplane, uh-huh. if you like, uh, what are some, a, a Kentucky Fried Movie, all those uh, old... Not Abrams, what are the names? Uh, oh, the, uh, the Zucker Brothers. The Zucker Brothers. All those old Zucker Brothers uh, movies, a slapstick... Uh, what's the not Top Gun? What's the one with Oh Hot, Hot Shots? Hot Shots? No, and no Top Secret. Top Secret is what I'm thinking oh, of. Shit. If you love those movies, this is one of those. Totally in that vein. Yeah, it's totally. I mean, you've got. So we open up just like it, it's funny because I feel like Wes Craven watched this movie yeah. before he made Scream. Yeah, because it opens up with that whole bit with the girls house sitting mm-hmm. and somebody calls her up. Mm-hmm. But in this, it's our star who calls this girl up. Her name's Toby. She calls her. She's like, "Hey, this is Toby. I remember that thing I wanted to tell you about that question in history class. <laughs> it's the uh, the North one, the, the, the Civil, Civil War. War. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. That was all she had to call her about. She's like, "Oh yeah, I totally remembered. I just remembered it's the North that won." <laughs> and then she hangs up. Uh, which, which again, it's one of those things where you've got sight gags going on all over the place. But then if you're paying attention, like the dialogue, super funny. It's one of those movies where like they let the characters just say the subtext. Of right, what yeah. it is they're thinking, yeah. Like there's there's a part near the end, jumping to the end, where they think like, "Hey, who's this girl who's dressed up like an adult?" Or blah 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 blah. She's trying to steal the crown. She wants the prom right. crown. And he's like, "Well, let me check. If I can, if I if I get a boner, it's, it's not, not her." Toby. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, there's a reoccurring joke about uh, everything. Everything makes dudes horny in this movie. <laughs> yes. Uh, what, uh, ho- horse heads make me horny. Garbage gets me hot. <laughs> Par- parades make me hot. That's what it is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> all the male, all the teens, uh, the teenage males in this film. So we've got in this in this sequence, it's that classic: the girl's babysitting, mm-hmm. and the slasher is on his way to see her. Yes, and in this movie, the slasher is called the breather. The breather <laughs> calls her on the phone, and the... <sighs> yeah, <sighs> <sighs> but, then, but then every now and then he'll break character, and you'll kind of hear his inner monologue. <laughs> yes, and he sounds like uh, sounds like a, w- a Woody Allen. He kind of does. Yeah. I, I just like the little so asides. many stairs. So many s- stairs. <laughs> I hope I'm not out of breath. <laughs> so like this, her, the the girl's boyfriend shows up where she's uh, where she's babysitting, mm-hmm. and like <laughs> she's like, "Are you clean?" Meaning like disease free. Right. Are you clean? He's like, "Yeah, I'm clean." I mean, you can't wash off herpes. <laughs> So she makes him take a shower. This dude takes a shower, gets out of the shower, 
starts blow drying his hair. Primping for like putting, 10 minutes. Putting on like baby powder and stuff. Meanwhile, uh, the breather is in the house now while the, the, the blonde is babysitter is waiting upstairs. Uh, and, and he is trying to find a weapon and he discovers a weapon. What does he open up? There's it's like, like a, a cabinet, like a bureau yeah, kind of thing. Opens a cabinet and we, see, we don't see his face, obviously. We just see his hand and, and this long pan across all these. There's like a gun. There's a noose. There's a knife. <laughs> there's rat poison. Rat poison. <laughs> Makes it all the way to the end. And uh, his uh, weapon of choice is a paperclip. Yes. And he then unfolds into a, uh, a little stabbing they device. They do the whole like, dramatic music as <laughs> yes. he's unfolding it. We totally skipped over where she's like sitting on the couch and the phone rings. And she picks up. Oh, yeah. And it's him breathing. Yeah. And he hangs yeah. up on her. And then like it rings again. And, and like he, she picks up and he goes, I said. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and so then... Like she hangs up again, wait a little bit, then it starts ringing, and then the phone's like jumping up, vibrating. And down. Yeah, <laughs> and so she finally answers it again, and there's like, I'm assuming now as an adult, like as a kid, I thought it was just saliva. I thought so too. Other. Oh, but as now was, I'm uh, older, I think it's ejaculate. Ejaculate. Oh, interesting. I didn't That's... get that. It was it was pretty uh, thick and frothy. It was. I'll give you that. It was. Could be either. Maybe a mixture of the two, Joe. I yeah. don't know how you make love, but well, uh, I just think it's disgusting for a girl like that to be accepting calls at seventy five cents an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so the parents come home of the child that, that we never see that she's babysitting, and the whole time the mother's making so the, the, for seventy. That's a that's a great gag too because it, it is. it's it's uh, every it pays room off that she enters in the next scene too. Yes, every every room that she enters, you just hear her scream. Ah! You see her face, and then, it, but it's something banal. It's like, oh, she didn't do the dishes. She didn't I can't believe dishes. I'm paying her seventy five cents to not do the dishes. <laughs> and then the TV's still on yeah. at seventy five cents an hour. These steps are ruined for seventy five cents an hour. And then by the time she gets up uh, and uh, sees two dead bodies in her bed, she she couldn't be calmer. No, and and but the husband it's comes. The husband who screams. But yeah. then the next scene when they're at the funeral, <laughs> she she goes over to this girl's mom and she's like. I just want to say I'm a woman of my I'm word. I'm a woman of my word, <laughs> and I wanted to pay you what I owed her. Yeah, so here's sixty five cents an hour <laughs> plus. Uh, what, what was it? Uh, transit. Yeah. One way, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like this whole movie, I never realized this whole movie takes place in the course of a day. And, uh, and, oh, the, really? and the principal character sets it up where he's like, "Oh, that's right, big day! It's the big day. Big we have day. the big dance. We have the big, big parade. Big parade, and this is the big funeral. Big funeral. <laughs> <laughs> this is a fucking funny script. It's pretty. It's pretty. And you, I don't know if you know, but uh, when this was released, or at least when it was being produced, there was a, there was a strike going on. Another one of those union I didn't know strikes. That. And so the story behind that is that the uh, the the proclaimed. Uh, director, writer. I did see the producer's Alan Smithy, which means somebody had to take their name off the project. Ex- that, and then also this this guy's name is Mickey Rose, which isn't... Don't, don't we already have one? Isn't that the guy who was caught gambling on baseball? I don't know. Mickey Rose? I know. Oh, you mean Pete Rose? Pete Rose. My bad. Uh, but apparently it was another... It was an actual... Like, that was just a nom de plume. Michael Ritchie. There you go. Was the director of the movie. He also gave us Fletch. I can't remember the other films he's yeah, done. That makes sense, but didn't want to uh, have his name, or couldn't legally yeah. have his name associated with it because, because of the strike. Because of the union. Oh, those fucking unions. Do you are... know what the budget was on this? Because I know that the movie made like $5.1 million. $5.something million. Um, it looks like it was just over $1 million Okay, from, from what I can So it find. did well. Yeah. It did, it did now, pretty well. I don't know if that was box office or that was cumulative uh-huh. uh, that year. But it, it's garnered a cult following, yeah. I guess, from the Up All Night screen. Like, is that where you saw this on Up All Night? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw this on Up All Night. 
uh, and then we we tracked down the tape. No, and warranted a Blu-ray release. So I guess enough people are out there like you, which is hard to believe, Joe. Just, I mean, not only the gags as far as the horror aspect goes, but just like the the students that we meet mm-hmm. along the way. The first day of school, <laughs> there's a car accident that takes place in the parking garage. Oh, yeah. This blind man has his seeing eye dog <laughs> driving the car. <laughs> and they run into a dude who, who's a, a paraplegic. He's a wheelchair, yeah. Yeah. And so they get out and they start fighting while some other chick takes their parking spot. Yeah. And she's like, uh, extreme beauty could also be a handicap, too. She's the, the prom queen, right? Or the wannabe prom the queen? The wannabe prom queen. Mm-hmm. And I, lo- I love those two characters. They they <laughs> they show up. Throughout. Show up. They're like throughout. the R two D two C three PO. They of this kind of movie. are. And the gag is that um, the the guy in the wheelchair. I, I guess the blind guy is paying him to describe <laughs> yes. things for him. He tells him we're at the fifty yard line. But he's just telling line. him what he wants to hear. Yeah, I can't believe we're on the fifty yard line. <laughs> <laughs> They're in a parking lot. <laughs> In the parade, he's just like, yeah, the, the chick on this float, she's naked. She's taking off her she's taking her tur- shirt off. <laughs> wow, what a parade. <laughs> Do you feel like movies like this are a bit of a cheat, though? Um, Okay, so y- uh, yes and no. Yes, it's easy because the material is there for you to lampoon, right? It's uh-huh. like, all right I've seen five or ten of these movies. We're just going to pull the parts that we like, and we're going to play off of these variations on a theme. That's what it is. But that's not enough to make it funny. It still has to be funny. And the the writing in this is clever. Uh-huh. And uh, the, some of those performances are pretty funny. Yes. I really like, uh, what is that character's name? Mr. Dumpkin. He's oh, the, yeah. The, the, the horsehead bookend the, guy? The woodworking uh, yes. guy. Yeah. Horsehead bookends. <laughs> uh, I liked him. I loved Malvert. Even though Albert. like that dude had a you weird want to talk physicality. about a breakout star if if, that <laughs> if can ever be there was one described, in this uh, but here's this like seven foot tall, double jointed. He's double jointed and he's got these long, lanky. Like this isn't some special effect. This was an actual guy, and apparently, so this is all filmed in like Houston, Texas. And this guy was, I guess, a local stand up comedian. Sad end of that story. He died when like when he was like forty seven because because of being built that way. His, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like kind of like the guy that played blood. like the giant in the Tim Burton movies. Yeah, that's like, right. He passed away what a couple of years ago because of heart malfunction, like stuff like that. Well, it's a blessing and a curse, Joe. But how, hey, how, how is that? His, <laughs> because his star will live on forever. In you didn't even know his name. This film. Well, but, but, oh, but, you Malvert. But I do now. What was the actor's name? Malvert. Uh, <laughs> Who's Malvert? <laughs> his, his actual name. Malvert sometimes Malvert. P. Red. <laughs> but yeah, that guy just had a weird presence. There's so, it's so weird that like there'd be moments where people are talking and he'll just walk in and start pissing in the corner, like in a bucket. <laughs> Nobody and the cares. fact that they, they, they explain it, he's like, well, this used to be the bathroom. Uh, and he just we just never took the time to show him where I, the bathroom was. I just put moved. a bucket in the corner for him. <laughs> where is he? There's one scene where he's walking through like the quad or whatever, and he's talking to this the the who is it, the female principal? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he's like just picking things up off the ground, like, and it looks like his arms are fake. Like when they're right? walking, and he picks up like the bag of chips and starts eating it, and like, nope, like, that's just wow. how he looks. Yeah. In the prom scene at the end, or the, he's dancing the dance, the he's dancing. You you can see like his knees buckling backwards, like those uh, aliens from the Arrival, yeah. that Charlie Sheen movie. Yep, uh, he's known as the Stick. Uh, but his real name was Patrick Boone Varnell. Wow. Yeah, from Lawton, Oklahoma. Man, he was super funny in this. He was. Uh, the- and, and I have to give uh, 
Toby is that the lead actress? Yeah, is? Kristen Ritter. Yeah, but not Ritter. Yeah, Ritter. Ritter. Yeah, yeah. I, I, ca- I keep calling her Kristen Ritter. And that's I'm like, what it looks like, but that's not the right Kristen Ritter. That I do not think it means what you think it means. <laughs> but uh, pretty good, pretty convincing, and she, she she keeps it held together because she's basically playing the role that's what's her name played. Chris Pratt's ex-wife. Yeah, yeah, Anna Ferris. Anna Ferris from a scary movie where she uh, everything is happening around her and she has to react as if it's uh, uh, real. Yeah, Miss, she does a really good job. Miss shouldn't be in this class anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Miss shouldn't be on this float anyway. Uh, I did like the um, the. I don't know if you read about this that the the originally the school was supposed to be called Lamar High. Yes. Yeah. And they had to change it because there was actually a Lamar High School in Houston. So they now turned So they took all the R's and they put like an extra dash B. on the bottom to make it a B. So, so it was Lamab. Lamab. High and then they had to go back and redub anytime somebody <laughs> says Lamar High School, the principal's like Lamab High There's School. There's so much ADR in this movie. Hey, do you know what the uh, rating for this film was? It, it was an R. That's right. Just barely an R. <laughs> that is a brilliant scene. <laughs> it is. I mean, it's so simple. I don't but I just don't know that it it was done before this or since. I love the fact that not only do they have the guy come on and he does the whole bit and he talks about it, he explains it. Breaks the fourth wall, like, talking to the so, camera. with that in mind, fuck you. Yeah, and says, then like the rating card comes up. Yes. One uh, of the few times that the MPA rating card appears in the middle of a film instead it, of at the beginning. It's so great. It's just what the characters are doing. Again, the physical bits. Going back to the beginning when the couple comes back home and like the, the, uh, the father character... Is kind of investigating, and he sees chicken on the ground. He goes like, "Chicken," <laughs> and he picks up the other piece. He goes, "Broken." It's broken. And then he grabs a rubber band and puts it together and puts, puts it, it back, back on the, the plate. <laughs> totally random. It's random. It's funny though. Like I, I'm thinking about like 10 million other things they could have done with that piece of chicken that would have been funny as well. But like you could have never seen that no, coming. I, that and I didn't <laughs> put yeah. it together and put it back in. I also love what they're doing with the uh, on-screen text. Uh-huh. Oh, with the body count? With the body count at the beginning. Or just sometimes they'll just point out like... <laughs> Not dead, just knocked out. <laughs> yes. This is an important plot point. Or like, uh, you know, the babysitter looks outside, she hears a noise, and then she closes the door behind her, and they zoom in on the lock on the handle, <laughs> yes. and a little uh, title card says, unlocked. Just in case you missed it. When she opens the door and looks out, and it's a dog, and it meows. <laughs> <laughs> and then lifts his leg, and it's like... <laughs> Just a simple sound design. It's not all as juvenile as that. Um, but it mostly is. But yeah, cumulative, cumulative, cumulatively. That's a difficult word to say. So we play off the trope mm-hmm. that like it's the kids that are having sex that are getting killed. And uh, every horror movie trope is kind of thrown into this thing. Yeah. But like it's the kids that are getting, they're having sex. And somehow Toby ends up getting uh, uh, accused of being the killer because she's always on She's always there. She's whenever always- it happens. And it's funny, like, when a murder is coming on, we always see a different set of high school uh, uh, students pair off, a boy mm-hmm. and a girl. Uh, and it's it's always the dude trying to convince the chick to, to drop her panties, right? Yeah. And uh, Toby's always there on the scene. Well, it's always... she knows what's going to happen. Like, the girl always gets killed in a horrible way, and the guy always gets tied up in a trash bag mm-hmm. and suffocates. Well, we find out why later. <laughs> when Mr. Dumpkin... Tests it on the African student <laughs> and just leaves him in the bag. <laughs> it's like, yeah, your man will suffocate to death. Here, no, him. he won't. No, he won't. Sure. I'll show you. Sure, get in this bag. Here, get, in, get in this bag. <laughs> That's at the football game, which is again one of the one of my favorite physical visual yeah. moments in this movie. Which one? Because <laughs> like there's the a couple football of them. game. Because it's the team. There's one team, and it's like full of like just huge dudes, yeah. and the other team is like kids. <laughs> 
<laughs> I love at one point there's a huge tackle in the middle of the uh, the field, the two, two uh, teams combine. And then we just see a dude it, like in boxers uh-huh. run with the ball. <laughs> just runs through like <laughs> stripped down. I, also I, like, like, I like when the, the kid's got the ball, the running back has the ball, and he's yeah. starting to run with it, and the, the defense just picks him up <laughs> and starts, starts carrying, carrying him. Way. <laughs> and then, of course, the final reveal when there's another tackle, an uh, on-field tackle. And as the students are clearing away, oh, there's the two dead bodies. Yes. <laughs> We're just minutes ago underneath the bleachers. Somehow. I like that they're tackling the ref. Yes, the ref yes. gets the ball back and they just start tackling him. Uh, <laughs> so this has turned into the I like the part of our uh, Hey, it's a silly movie. It's a, this is what happens with comedies. Well, it, but that, well, the fact that it's so enjoyable. Like we've talked about, you know, seeing movies, joyless movies, where you could tell people really weren't enjoying themselves. It was just kind of... Uh, just paint by numbers. Like when um when scary movie stopped being produced by like the Wayans brothers. Yeah, and it was like those guys that did epic movie and superhero movie. Yeah, I can't remember their names, but like they kept doing these like paint by numbers, just plug and play spoof movies, and they stopped being funny. Mm. This is definitely not one of those. Like you could tell there were people who made these had a, a passion for making a spoof of of a horror film. The whole time I'm watching this, I'm going, you know what? I'm going to fucking take this script. And transcribe it, and we're going to just make it a pocket fucking melodrama. Oh, yeah, this why not? Should totally be a fucking pocket. It, show. It'd be perfect for it. It's made for it. Mm-hmm. Um, Coming soon to the Pocket Sandwich Theater. Uh, the uh, I think just kidding. The Handicap Bros are probably my favorite part of this movie, though. <laughs> Did you catch what their names were? No. One of them was named Wheels, <laughs> of course, and the other one was named Charles Ray. <laughs> <laughs> Let me guess which one was which. Uh, there are bits in this movie that uh, endure. If you ever talk to people who know this movie, mm-hmm. one of the quotes they bring up a lot is, click, did you hang up? Oh, yeah. No, no I, just I just said, said click. <laughs> like, that, that's something people will talk about all As the time. As he's talking through a rubber chicken on um, the phone. The yeah. fuck you for the R rating. Yeah. Uh, who have you talked to who, who's seen this movie? Dude, there are, in my years working in radio, I'd go work appearances and stuff, and somehow this movie would come up as a topic of conversation. And I'd run into listeners that knew the movie, hmm. and they'd be like, "Oh man, click! Did you hang up? No, I just said click." <laughs> like that's it's something that endures for. And it's surprising to me that you hadn't seen this. I hadn't even heard of it. Wow. Yeah. Uh, it's. Uh, I have a blind spot for those '80s horror movies. I'm, I'm I guess coming to them probably, later. In life. This probably isn't the kind of thing that your parents would have picked up. For no, you guys. even though well, it was rated R. So <laughs> barely, yeah, just barely. I guess when they showed it on TV, they just omitted that scene, huh? Went straight to the next scene. I guess so. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do like the psychologist. I don't, I don't remember that. Oh Jesus! The psychologist in oh, this Jesus film. Jesus Christ! Or is he? What is he like? The school counselor? He's, he's right? the psychologist. He is the school psychologist. Yeah, but everything has to do with. Uh, he's, he's very Freudian in his uh, his observations about Toby. Dude, when he spends the whole fucking first five minutes of that scene readjusting everything and moving it around. Well, first, when he just he pushes his chair back and, and hits the wall, against the wall. <laughs> so, that guy looked like he really hurt himself. <laughs> yes. He got whiplash. How many but, takes did they do? Then he moves everything around. And I love that. He sits down. And he's like, someone's been in my Someone office. <laughs> and, he moves, and every time someone like rehangs up a phone, you hear the breather. <sighs> yeah. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> so, so there's something phone. to be said for consistency. Um, I guess where this movie doesn't work is where it turns into kind of your typical 80s low-budget film mm-hmm. where... Near the end of the movie, we f- we figure out who the killer is, 
And now we have just the weird psycho like running down the hallway. It really does drag in those last four, ten minutes until we get to the end. Yeah. And then it blows through its multiple endings. Right. A la Lord of the Rings. Which, again, it's playing off that trope of, ah, it was all a dream. Mm-hmm. But was it? Mm-hmm. I, I, it, it, I do have a problem with the fact that, uh, that Hardy ends up being the killer. Even though nobody in this world, now that she's woken up, no one's been murdered. No one's been killed. Right, there's still a but killer. But he's still a killer. He's got, yeah, yeah, he's putting on the, the green gloves. Yeah, what and he starts to breathe. Yeah. <laughs> and then she pulls her arm up and like, yes. takes... <laughs> With this, that's, it never ends. The second to the last scene is her being killed, our, our, our protagonist, uh-huh. by Hardy. And then we cut right to <laughs> the funeral one hour later. It's like, I know it's weird to have a funeral <laughs> so soon after the death. Um but then, yeah, as Hardy is... Uh, yeah, like, he's like, I know I'm just the school counselor, and I should, or school psychologist, right. and it's weird for me to have anything to say, but, <laughs> and he goes through his whole eulogy. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, her arm reaches out of the ground to the grave to, to grab Hardy. But the stuff leading up to that, when she's being chased by the, the female principal, I can't remember what her name going was. Going through the school. Oh, but, like, um, yeah, going through the Ms. school. Miss Mumsley. Okay, mm-hmm. I'll take your word for that. Uh, and like, she's got like, there's the trash bags that are hanging around, and she, she's running through there, and then she sees all the corpses, and then she sees all the all the teachers, and then the teachers come out. It's almost like like somebody watched The Shining right before, yeah, uh, yeah, doing all this, and like, hey, let's put a little Shining moment in here, mm-hmm. and that's cool, but like, it doesn't it make any sense. It wasn't funny. Mm-mm. It wasn't as funny as the. Rest it of stopped it. being funny. It just kind of seemed to be like. This is how we're going to get her out of here. I did appreciate um, this movie. Kind of reminded me of uh, one we did on the podcast a few years back. I believe also on Halloween, uh, the Faculty. Remember that one, Robert yeah, Rodriguez? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where uh, completely different, uh, really good film actually. Check it out if you haven't seen it. Where um, uh, aliens have come and they're uh, infecting it's like a body snatchers, body snatchers. Kind of yeah, of the the teachers, and it's the students who have to figure out uh, what's going on. So there's a little bit of that here because all of the teachers are kind of incompetent. Yes, and they're all. Almost kind of complicit in these murders. Yeah. Um, and then you find out they each kind of had a little role. Uh-huh. Maybe. Some of them. <laughs> there's Certainly a, that principle. There's also that weird moment where um, the horsehead bookend teacher guy yes. has like this whole conversation with the killer before he gets killed. Yeah. Where he's like, take take the power out. Yeah. Unplug it. Put the chainsaw put down. The, put the saw down. Now oil it. Now wipe it up. Yeah. Clean that grease off. <laughs> it, it, it goes on a little too long. It does. Especially in the third act. Mm-hmm. Don't think should be moving along. Time to start wrapping it up. But I liked him. He was one of my favorite actors and yeah. characters. And I love when they do the Wizard of Oz ending at the end. So <laughs> that everything's yeah, everything's yeah. on its ear. She's uh, she's woken up and oh, it's all a dream. Nobody's been murdered. Oh, and they're all standing around here in the in the bed, a la Wizard of Oz. Uh huh. And that guy for some reason is French. Like he's <laughs> he's, a, I would always be your French teacher. <laughs> Except you weren't my French teacher. Yeah. I would always be our French teacher. <laughs> I love that. Uh, and Ma- Malvert. Malvert's the principal. Yeah. And the principal's the, the janitor. Yep. And they're it, clearly doing like some ADR. He's got like oh, a British accent. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, yeah, dude. I, I, now that we've spoiled all of the jokes in this film. 1981, guys. Run out and the see movie it. came out in 1981. It's worth checking out if you could find I think it. So. It's on iTunes. If you want to rent it for two ninety nine, you could check it out there. It's a great one to, especially during this Halloween season. If you don't want to watch something that's too heavy, too uh, torture pornish, uh-huh. uh huh. You just want a good time, but still kind of feel like you're watching a horror movie. Yeah, this is a good one. So let me ask you this: mm. Are there any other like Halloween movies that kind of turn the genre on its ear? Or I mean, funny, Scream, obviously, funny Halloween uh, movies mm, interesting. That, that you enjoy. You don't see a lot of funny Halloween movies. Yeah, though, that's do a, you? it's a it's a little uh, a little rare. Uh, and now that I say that, it's like uh. you got. Thanks, killing. 
Yeah. <laughs> Not a Halloween movie, though. Not, Thanksgiving movie. It, but it's kind of a Halloween movie. <laughs> no, I get it. Do you get it? Uh, Do you understand? Oh, oh, I get it. I'm trying to give other dark comedies like uh-huh. this. I mean, there's the scary movies. Yeah. But... Scream was kind of funny in its own way. Scream is funny. Scream is pretty... It's pretty There good. is still enough kind of gore to go around. Nightmare on Elm Street was was witty, but then they took a witty character, and Freddy Krueger soon, like, after... I think once we got into, like, the Dream Warriors... Yeah. Like, Freddy Krueger suddenly turned into fucking Bugs Bunny. It's a, he's a cartoon character. He was a cartoon character. He, he had, like, a little one-liner for everything he but, did. But it's interesting. Having just watched the original over the weekend, I was expecting a little more of that. Uh-huh. A, a more of those kind of like 007 one-liners every time he killed somebody. And there isn't a lot of that. That really didn't get introduced probably until... Until uh, four. Really? Yeah, maybe four. Yeah, because even in... even Dream Warriors is part three, three right? Yeah. 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 I mean, he did He did have some one-liners He was starting to get a little comedic, but he... But yeah, like in you're four right. was when he was like, he killed a person in a video game. It was like, now I'm playing with power. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's it, it, got a, it. it went a little far. Well, that's why they had to reboot it with the new Nightmare. Which, and uh, then they rebooted it with the new, new nightmare. <laughs> new, new. Nightmare. No nightmares, either old, new, or new, new. New, new. <laughs> uh, yeah, the new nightmare was a good flick, but then they, you know, they did they did the reboot with, uh, what's his name? Freddy versus Jason. Oh, yeah, Car- uh, Earl. Jackie Earl Haley. Jackie Earl Haley, there you go. Who's good as a Freddy Krueger. Oh, dude, he's a great Freddy Krueger. The movie just did not stand up. There, there's something about the original Nightmare on Elm Street. We were talking about this earlier. Uh, about how it's definitely dated at this point. Oh, yeah. But there's stuff that you never thought that you'd see, things that really freaked you out. Like, there's that point where Nancy's sleeping and you see Robert England pushing oh, against the wall over and the, stuff. Over her bed? Yes. Yeah. The the bathtub scene I, I, where he's kind of like doing the Jaws thing. I was going to say, nothing... I can't think of another movie, at least from my childhood, that made me more frightened of the mundane. Uh-huh. Like, I didn't want to put my mouth up to a phone, <laughs> and that's and where afraid a, a tongue would, would get come out of me because of the tongue. Like, but it's still, yeah, it's silly, but it's still um, uh, disturbing. Yeah, and uh, yeah, nightmarish for sure. To, if it can be on the nose. <laughs> so when I mean, we talked last week about what your favorite Halloween movie is, I mean, I, you know, I love Trick or Treat, uh-huh. but that's a newer one. I didn't discover that's that. also funny. That also it has is. some funny moments it to is, it. It is very funny. Not slapstick funny like student bodies, but uh, it has it has some one-liners um, and just kind of flips things on its head. Oh, my God. The principal yeah. burying the uh, children oh, in his backyard. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That's, really, that's really good. And, you know, you can look at even something like um, The Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. That's a really... It's, it's a wickedly funny movie yeah. while still being a terrifying film. Absolutely. And you, you compare something like that to, to It Follows. Where it follows is a good horror movie, but there's more psychological. It's psychological. It's not as fun to go on that journey. No, like, I went on that. I liked the movie, and I thought, oh, I bet I'd like seeing this again. Watching it again, I'm like, no, it it loses a little something. It's still it's still a good film, but it, it's not as fun to go on that journey with them again. That film's greatness is its premise. Um, and the execution is is well done as well. But um, I remember thinking. I really like that concept. Uh-huh. I don't need to see another... Like, you're not going to sequelize it. You're right. not going to... Still following. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it follows. <laughs> Colon. Still following. Cut you off. And now it's about, like, it goes places before you even think to go there. <laughs> <laughs> it, it got there five minutes early. <laughs> so, it's, wait, so it's like Watchmen. It was there 30 minutes ago. <laughs> uh, I guess my favorite my favorite Halloween, like, movie monster... Hmm. I, I always had a, an affinity for Jason Voorhees. I liked the Jason deal. Mm. I like that 
unlike Freddy Krueger, Jason didn't fucking say a word. Yeah. He just did his breathing thing. Uh, but he was a hockey fan. I can get down with that. <laughs> uh, but I, uh, I I liked him. I liked that whole, the whole mystique of Jason Voorhees. And the thing is, for me, even though they always, they would put him in like weird places, like eventually he left Crystal Lake and was like, he went to Manhattan <laughs> and then he went to fucking space. And then he went to point. space. Yeah. I, it still worked for me. Yeah. It always worked for me. Yeah. Even the reboot that they made with uh, Mike Madonna's wife. Uh, oh, yeah. Will Afford. There you go. Uh, that remake was a good remake. Uh, Friday the 13th, when you stick to just what makes it uh, what makes it Friday the 13th, you stick to the, the, the classic tropes of those movies, they'll usually work. Um, and there's a difference between something that's legitimately scary and something that's just, you know, a, a killer that's hunting people down. And I kind of like that cat and mouse aspect to the yeah. movies. More so than like a, you know, Carrie Elway is locked in a basement right. having to decide whether or not he's going to fucking saw his, his hand yes, off or not. Yes, things that could actually happen. Yeah. 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 I, I tend to gravitate a little more towards the fantastical because for me it makes it less scary. Like, uh, I love the Hellraiser movies. Okay. Pinhead was a, was a good Critters? one for me. Did you ever see Critters? Ooh, yeah. Yeah, dude. Uh, that's a good one. Oh, yeah. Leprechaun? Leprechaun. Oh. <laughs> and for that matter, Child's Play. So I guess I do Jennifer like... Jennifer Aniston was in Leprechaun. That's right. By the way, her yeah. first movies. I love how they try to use her... Yeah. Like in the, in, on the uh, the posters. On the posters now. and shit. It's like she signed away her nice. rights. Jennifer Aniston in Leprechaun. <laughs> um, what else? Oh, did, there's a movie called Ghoulies. Yeah, where they come out of the toilet. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, <laughs> like we're just listing our favorite no, Halloween but I'm, movies. I'm, trying to, I'm listing stuff that I used to watch a lot as a kid. There was a movie called The Gate. Did, oh, you never saw this one? Look it up right So, like, now. these kids are playing, like, Dungeons and Dragons or some shit in their house, Ooh. and they open up a fucking Hellmouth in their house, and these little baby demons come out. Ooh, and Steven te- Dorff? And terrorize them for, like, most of the film. 1987, The Gate, yeah. And, and like, this huge demon comes out of this hole and, like, cut, mm. it grabs this kid's hand, and the kid opens it, and he's got a fucking eyeball in his hand. <gasps> and he's, like, looking around at shit, and eventually, to keep the demon from looking through, he stabs the fucking and eye that's in his hand. Ugh. Some cool practical effects in that movie. I do miss that. But that's a that's a creepy film. And then, of course, you can't talk about movies like this without talking about Army of Darkness and Evil Dead. Yeah. Like the Evil Dead go. films are fucking great. This time of year, if you're looking for something that you want to watch, uh, you know, and if you happen to already have seen student bodies. Uh, <laughs> unlikely. Unlikely. I would but guess. If you, if you have, uh, you know, you've got some other cool options. But I definitely would watch Evil Dead. Even that remake they did a few years back. Was a pretty decent fucking remake. And as long as we're going uh, on our on our Halloween film tangent, I'll uh, take it into the animated world and just throw out any of those Leica films. Man, Box yeah. Trolls, Coraline, Box Trolls is great. Paranorman, I think, is is uh, overlooked. Do, does Leica do that at the end of all of their movies, where What's like that? they kind of show like the stop motion, like they show the people doing the like the molding and, that and was, moving it, and then it goes faster. That was and one faster of the first, until it's just animated. I, I think that was one of the first films where they did that specifically for the credits, uh-huh. and like had the the voice actors. Well, that was Simon Pegg, wasn't it? I know box. Are you talking about box trolls? Yeah, because yeah. I know they did that for that. Where they and it was fascinating to they've, see that happen. They've done that a little bit. Uh, um, what's the Isle of Dogs? Isle of Dogs did something similar. Oh, did they? Where they had a little making of feature. I need that. to see that movie still. Yeah, uh, I got about halfway through it. I think. It, I, I liked what I saw. Uh-huh. Man, I'm realizing this. I'm at this point in my life where I'm watching movies in, in installments. Yeah? I think maybe this podcast has done this to me, <laughs> where it's it's given me permission. It's okay to not finish it in one sitting. But right. Uh, I think life is also getting in the way. Come back to it. Life does get in the way. Life bring, uh, bring gets, back uh, to us. Get, get, gets in the way. In the way. <laughs> think, uh, uh, thank you, Jeff Goldberg. It's like the alternate Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. <laughs> the, the Lost World Part 2. That's a Halloween movie. <laughs> 
What? Dude, no. fucking monsters in a haunted house. It's totally a Halloween movie. Oh, well, yeah, okay. Yeah. The Resident Evil films, I would recommend those. Okay, so that's another blind spot for me. All of those... Um, oh, the Resident Evil films? Those and... What's, what are the other shitty ones that Uwe Boll does? Oh, no. House of the Damned. Yeah, or House there of the you Dead. go. All those. Uwe Boll, yeah. But Resident Evil... Dude, there, I have this weird weakness for the Resident Evil movies. Even though I know, like... People they are them. they are ninety eight percent fucking garbage. I fucking love those movies. Gave Mila Jovovich a career. Yeah, she's really milking those. Which is, it, it's funny to hear people say that. Like, oh, they give Mia Jovovich gave her a career. Like, she was a legitimate movie star before that. Right, but I'm just saying she didn't have to do these movies. I think I think she genuinely enjoys doing them and being that yeah. character. And one of the things that that I want to point out is. Like when um, Angelina Jolie, when she started doing like Tomb Raider and I, and I kept seeing like all these different articles, all these things, people saying like in reviews, we finally got a legit female action star. <laughs> and I'm like, motherfucker, Mia Jovovich has been on the fucking scene yeah, for a while. Yeah. And I think she's way fucking better at it. But Sigourney Weaver. S- Sigourney fucking Weaver. There you go. There you go. Not a Halloween movie, though. Stay the hell away from her, you bitch. <laughs> well, Ghostbusters could be a Halloween movie. Oh, well, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was thinking Alien, but uh, yeah. Sigourney Weaver, Zool. 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 Um, yeah. So, that's that's. It. I mean, it's, it's kind of, we fluffed this episode out a little bit. Well. Uh, because there really wasn't much to no. criticize in this film, which is going to bring me to, oh. what did student bodies do right first? Uh, I... I I love the wicked sense of humor that this film has. Uh-huh. Um, you said it earlier. This is a great trainer film for it really, yeah. kids growing up. Uh, maybe some scary movies a little too real. But if you start to realize, oh, it's all fake. And, and there's something fun about being scared. That's why we like Halloween. That's why we like these these uh, scary movies. Sure. There's something in the in the human psyche that almost kind of requires us to... to we want to be about, frightened. We do want to be frightened. Uh-huh. And, uh, but, and this is a safe way to do it. Uh, and funny as hell. Uh, I think that this movie, again, like you said, it is funny. It's wickedly funny. It's written really fucking well. Like yeah. these dialogue situations. Maybe the way that it finally gets laid out in film isn't the perfect way to do it. But then again, you're limited. This is from 1981. Yeah. Uh, Million dollar budget. Yeah. So they, they do a pretty damn good job with what they have. Uh, I uh, I, th- I really thought that the way that they took advantage of situations and poked fun, put the, the genre on its ear, uh, I think was really fucking well done. Yeah. Master- ahead of its time. Masterfully done, maybe. Uh, what did this movie do wrong? Uh, we mentioned it earlier as well. Uh, that third act starts to drag on a little bit. Uh, when when we should be racing towards the end and the pacing should be increasing and the jokes should be flying at you quicker, it does the opposite. It starts yeah. to slow down until the very end when we have those multiple false endings. And then it's like, all right, this is the ending we deserved. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's that's my, my minor complaint. I'm going to come down on the casting of this movie. Yeah, no names in this film. No, there are no names in this film. Except for the stick. Um, it, and I, th- I think our protagonist, the only other claim to fame she has was she was in the Jay Giles Band centerfold video. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at some point, just leave that off. I, exactly. Your IMDb. That's You're her not only, doing yourself her any only other credit is that. Yeah. Um, so I think the casting, I think it probably would have done them well. I'm sure there's somebody they could have gotten that's an actual legit, like, Star and again, I know this happened in the middle of the in, in the middle of the strike. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that meant like actors Probably. couldn't be in it either. Yes, yes, it is. Um, so there you go. Uh, it would be nice to see a movie like this and have like you know a Burt Reynolds <laughs> <laughs> at the time. You know, Burt Reynolds or, or Clint Eastwood or somebody that in 1981 would have done a movie like this. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's that's what I felt like it did wrong. Obviously, it didn't 
it didn't take too much away from the film. If we were going to remake student bodies today, how would we do that? I have recast uh, six, it looks like. I did six as well. There's a lot of them to do, so it's hard to choose, but I I try to go with uh, people who had the most screen time. Exactly. Had had to do most with the plot. I did the same thing. Who's on the bottom of your list? Uh, The bottom of my list, I've got Principal Mr. Peters. Oh, yeah, Principal Peters. Yeah. I I cast John Lovitz as Principal Peters. That's great. That's fantastic. I went with an actor named David Pamer. Heard of him. Uh, no Holds Barred. Yeah, oh my God, he is a No Holds Barred. <laughs> I know more from uh, City Slickers. He's uh-huh. one of the Ben and Jerry's uh, That's right. uh, parody guys. He's the, the skinnier one with the glasses. Uh-huh. He's been in a lot of Ron Howard films. He has, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he sure has. He and Clint Howard must have a bet going on. <laughs> All, right. All right. Who's next for you? Uh, next for me, well, I, I did these out of order. I've got Hardy. I've got Malvert. I've got let's, let's do Mr. Dumpkin. Yeah, let's do Mr. Dumpkin. Okay. Let's get the teachers out of the way. Mr. Dumpkin, Mr. Horsehead Bookend. <laughs> the woodshop guy. I've got J.K. Simmons. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I love that. I went with uh, Bobby Moynihan from uh, that's really good. SNL. You went with a, a, a physical equal. An actual, yeah. Comedian. Who do you have next? Comedian. Uh, how about Miss Mumsley? I didn't cast her. Didn't do her? No. Nope. Oh, wow. She was ended up being uh, one of the killers. Yeah. Turns I, out her and the principal... <laughs> Or, Somebody uh, told me that you <laughs> had a gun. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, so we find out that uh, they were her and the principal were were, were the ones responsible for killing the students. She would kill the the girls, and then he would come and finish up the guys. Yeah, uh, and uh, I'm recasting her with Glenn Close. It's really good. She looks just DeVille. like her. She kind of. I can now see Glenn Close like riding around in that trash can in the end. Yes, it's a rubber gloves on. So fucking weird. Uh, okay, <laughs> that so, was weird. Did you recast the breather? I didn't. I did. We never see him. I did. The, the voice of the breather oh, yeah. would be Patton Oswalt. <laughs> yes. Oh, uh-huh. that's great. That's uh-huh. perfect. All right. So I love that. my what I have left, mm-hmm. I've got Hardy, Malvert, yep. and Toby. As do I. Okay. How, where do you want to go? Let's do Malvert. All right. Uh, I went with uh, Doug Jones, yeah. who is uh, in the shape of water. Yeah, the, the fish that got fucked. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yes. Uh, also from the Hellboy movies. Just uh-huh. because he's tall, he's lanky, uh-huh. he kind of looks that part. Sure. Um, I wanted to do P- Peter Mayhew, but... Mm-hmm. Um, that would have been tough. It's not going to be possible. Anymore. I went with Howard Stern. <gasps> I love that. Yeah. That's fantastic. Oh, my God. That yeah. guy is like a Howard Stern type. Yeah, he's got that, that total build. Very good. All okay. right, let's do Hardy. Hardy. Chris Hardwick. Ooh. Would be Hardy. I, I like that because he's he's the good boyfriend, right? He's always there. He's the uh-huh. steadfast soldier. Sure. And then, but then uh, he could turn on you and be a killer. Yeah. Or uh, maybe uh, have a little rough trade in the bedroom. <laughs> there you go. If, uh, allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> he got his show back. It's okay. Where, where do you come down on that? I don't know, I man. Mean, I a, don't know. It's, really, it's, none of my, it's none of my business. It's not any of our business. And I do feel like um, I'm not even going to say anything. I'm just getting myself a joke. Okay. Let's cut that out. I'll cut that part out. Uh, I went with uh, Nicholas Holt. Oh, good. Who, uh, yeah, the Beast. Played a zombie also in yeah. Warm Bodies. Love yeah, that. God, beast. I love that movie so much. From the X-Men prequels. Um, That's a good Halloween movie. It really is a good Halloween Slash movie. Slash Valentine's movie. That's totally good. Zombieland is a yeah, fucking great Halloween yeah, movie. Yeah, it is. Now we start thinking about it more. <laughs> uh, all right, so our Toby. Here we go. Toby? Toby, Toby Wong? Toby Wong. Toby Wong? <laughs> Toby Wong. Charlie fucking Chan. <laughs> Your name is Toby. Who do you got? Allison Brie. Oh, oh, I like that. Yes, it's perfect. Sir. Yeah, a little old to be. Aren't you a little old to be playing a stormtrooper? Uh, pff, dude, this chick looked like she was a little old to be playing a high school student. Yeah, true. Yeah. I went with uh, somebody who, while she's probably in her late twenties at this point, still looks like a high school student. How about Sarah Highland? That's good from uh, Modern Family. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, 
And uh, she can do comedy. Who's uh, who's directing this? I do not have a director. I have Rob Zombie directing mine. No, of course. Yeah. Hey, he can't do comedy, though. What? Rob Zombie? Have you... What? What, what? what comedy has he done? Uh, dude, you need to take a look at his films, man. Okay, all right. Rob Zombie's they... got a wicked sense of humor in all his right. movies. All right, I stand uh, corrected. Guys, if you have any thoughts about student bodies, if you happen to have seen it and have something to say, and I know some of you have. Uh, we've got a couple of our listeners that have been like, oh, yeah, this is fucking great. This is, I should, I'm going to put this on my list for, for Halloween movies to watch this year. Uh, but if you've seen it, you got thoughts about the movie, you want to share, uh, talk about it on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash editing bay uh, or in that search function put in the editing bay find that image of the woman with the bleeding eyes click on that and talk back to us and if you have ideas for movies that you'd like for us to talk about in the future uh, we would love to add those to the list let us know there we've also got a website Rachel sure do but before I get to that I have to say uh, oh shit Jenna had a better recast than oh, I, I forgot shit. of the main two leads um, okay. because I had been watching Valerian that, uh, in the no. city of a thousand planets she went with uh, Dane DeHaan. Dane DeHaan. As Hardy. Wouldn't that was, be good? Uh, He's kind of a creepy Andrew Garfield guy. Spider-Man That's sequel. That's right. As the, the Hobgoblin, right? Or no. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah Hobgoblin. Uh, and then also Cara... De La Vigne. Yeah, that, yeah. What you said. Sure. Uh, as Toby. How about that? So I thought that was pretty good. Cool. Uh, shout out to the missus. Awesome. Uh, and we do have a website. <laughs> it's editingbay.com. Please go there. Bookmark it. Anytime you need to find anything else about the Editing Bay, like a link to our Facebook page, you're trying to subscribe to the podcast. Uh, it'd be really weird if you're hearing about it here because you're already, <laughs> you already found it. listening to it. But uh, a little handy subscribe button there. And also a link to our Twitter handle, which is at the Editing Bay. Please go there. Follow us. You'll always be the first to know what movies we're talking about in the following weeks to come. All that and more on EditingBay.com. Guys, please leave us a rating and a review on your podcasting app. We'd really appreciate that. Five-star rating would be fantastic. And a little review. Let us know what you like about the show. Um, what are we going to do next week? Well, Joe, I've been uh, teasing this for a while. And my this is, cock. This is my last. <laughs> my la- I've been, your last podcast? I've been edging this This is for it? A while. You're going to be done? No, no. But this is my last chance to choose a Halloween my film. last chance. Because you are going to have the honors last of day. choosing the film that we'll be reviewing oh, on Halloween in the coming weeks. But uh, I couldn't let this season don't pass, Joe. Don't let it be a shitty chore. Without, it's, oh, it is not. Uh, but you don't know because you have yet to see this film. What? But... Um, it's another movie about students dying and their bodies, um, but sometimes they thwart death, but uh, death will have none of it. Death what? will come back and get you. Death becomes her? As you approach your final destination. What? Oh, don't act surprised. I'm acting surprised. It's theater of the mind, man. Come uh, on. And it worked out so perfectly because I was like, oh, it's on Netflix now. You can see it for free. Uh, and right before this podcast, Joe, I... <laughs> Hopped on Netflix, and of course, of course, it is gone from Netflix. Is it gone? <laughs> right in time for Halloween. So uh, we will have to get you a copy of this. But, yeah. Uh, I am curious to hear your thoughts on this. I can't believe we've gone 18 years, because this movie came out in 2000, yeah. without you seeing any Final Destination film, right? I think yeah, we're on like I, have, I haven't seen any of five them. Five or six now, if in fact they're still making this, them. This, this aversion to Devin Sawa, I never want to see. He's not... Great. Don't you dare be sour. <laughs> He's a... Clap for your world champions <laughs> and feel the power. It's a new day. Yes, it is. Sad to say I know what that is now. You're sad to say you know what that is? Yeah. Ryan Jenkins. It is fun. You could be... Ryan Jenkins is going to like me more now. 
Uh, he already, everybody always likes you more, Joe. No, they like you more. Uh, you're so handsome. F- <laughs> you're thin. Thank you. You've got a full head of hair. Uh, hey, it's more of a pain. Listen, I wish I were you. I wish I could just like <laughs> get get rid of it. It's a pain no, in the ass. No, don't wish you were I wish I was diabetic. I don't know what's... <laughs> I don't know what's going on under here. Uh, so, yeah, Final Destination. I can't cool. wait to hear your thoughts on this. Uh, and uh, I, I think you might enjoy it. Awesome. Well, we'll I'm looking you. forward to it. Tune in next week. Guys, thank you very much, Jeff. Thanks, sir. Ooh. Joel, always a pleasure. The pleasure's all mine. Guys, we'll catch you next week for Final Destination. Yeah. Click. <laughs> Was that you hanging up? No, I just said click. <laughs> You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fucking gold.